Hey, welcome to uh, the High Impact Man podcast. This week we get introduced to a man named Brian Thorne. He's called Crossroads in the F3 world. And you'll get to hear his story of how uh, his wife kind of poked him a little bit to head out and uh, attend his first beatdown. Then maybe, I guess, check out and make sure it wasn't a scam. But uh, he's really embraced the F3 culture. Um, he's, he's seen the impact of it on his life. It's helped him grow as a leader. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy this one. So sit back and listen. <laughs> Welcome to the High Impact Men Podcast. High Impact oh, Men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope. Gosh, seek transformational relationships. Now, what you're hearing from the culture is not right. Pick up the six, you know what I mean? But you never know who your six sometimes is. Stop being less. To help others become the virtuous leaders they are called to be and that our nation desperately needs. An intersection of two or more roads, or a point at which a crucial decision <laughs> must be made that will have far-reaching consequences. It took me a few seconds. I'm like, what What are you talking about? This is like totally random, but then light bulb went on. Sorry, it's a little slow in the uptake there for about three seconds. That is the definition <laughs> of crossroads. Crossroads. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. so, ladies and gentlemen, we have on our uh, podcast today, Brian Thorne, he's known as Crossroads, so his F3 mates. And he's a relatively newcomer to F3, but this isn't just about F3. We like to talk about it. We're evangelists for F3, but we're here to present to you high-impact men, men who are having a high impact on their concentric of people they have influence over, to inspire, encourage, and motivate other guys to be more virtuous leaders. And that's why we have him on, because we think he's a high-impact man. And so... Uh, my name is Nevin Gorky. I'm known as DFib to those very same F3 guys. I'm joined as always by my co-host Troy Klinger. He's known as Dial Up. Uh, Dial Up. I, I threw a curveball there. You, the you did. I, I just really like lost this far. What, what? This is different. We've never started our our thing this way right after the <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how like, well it goes over. We, we Webster, won't, we won't Webster's really Dictionary help. quiz to start the show. That's right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing Crossroads to you. Uh, he's our guest today coming from someplace called Locust, North Carolina. Um, they still haven't combined the uh, two Carolinas into <laughs> one right. yet. so it's We, we haven't Carolina. went there in a while. That's true. No, we haven't. But uh, yeah, he's that's he tells us about 40 miles from Charlotte. So the ever-expanding F3 mushroom cloud from Charlotte has engulfed someplace called Locust. So here we go. We're going to bring in <laughs> Brian Thorne. Crossroads, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Hey, it's funny. I knew exactly where you were going because that's what my packs kind of justified my name with because it was between Crossroads and Blood Money. <laughs> so I'm very grateful that they chose Crossroads. Yeah, we're going to have to find out the whole story there. So first of all, tell us, uh, how did you get involved with F3? Who H-E-H-G? I think I know, but how did you get involved and uh, how long have you been doing it? And how'd you get your name? Okay, so mo like so let's start out the gate. Half of what you just said, I will need a decoder ring for. Okay. But <laughs> because EH have no clue. Oh, that means who uh, invited so you? Who who got you? That out? Yeah. <laughs> but so so here's how it goes. So uh, I I've, I've been starting my morning routine around four, four thirty for quite a while and my wife was active on on facebook and and i think the f3 group posted and and no joke this is exactly how she introduced me to the group she's like 
hey, babe, there's a group of guys that say they're awake the same time you are. If it's not a scam, you should go check them out. Uh, and so... And so I went uh, and I met, uh, I hooked up with some some really cool guys, uh, Traffic Jam, which I, I think he is kind of like the, the head of the group, I think. Uh, I'm not really sure what the, the terminology is, but just a great group. And then I got connected to the, the Nantan of the, the area uh, and we connected with an, another region. So it's it's been a really, really good experience. What I would say about really what, I'm seeing the value over and over and over in, in F3 because F3 is so much more than the commitment to physical, the, the commitment to, to jumping into the gloom, as they say. F3 is really about pursuing to get better and being intentional, facing the difficult. Like, you know, there's, there's no sales pitch. Like, there's no... Oh, it's going to be great. No, the opposite. It's going to be terrible for it's a while. Suck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you just you just show up and you know you you give it a hundred percent and then you you go home and and then you start your day and it's uh, it's a good great way to start the day. Yeah. So how did you get your name Crossroads? We've given the definition. Sounds like it has a little bit to do with that. So how did they? How did you get that name? Yeah. So so it's a mix. So the I'm, I'm in, I'm in the financial space. Um, so I'm helping people make, you know, financial decisions at the crossroads. Um, but I also, you know, I've got some, some time in ministry, uh, and, uh, you know, I enjoy running. So, so they put all those things together and they, they got creative. And, uh, and so, like I said, I'm, I'm glad they chose crossroads because the second, was blood money and so i'm really glad that they that they <laughs> go that so that was okay yeah it could have been gordon gecko B- blood money is a pretty cool name that though. is a cool name <laughs> although blood money means yeah I yeah i know but yeah, it's a cool yeah, name it's but. Different. <laughs> yeah it's a different direction altogether right yeah yeah so we've got ourselves an f3 rookie here we you know so you, you know we use these terms and acronyms and all that stuff and reminds us yeah. to yeah we need to be careful with them yeah too, right? exactly because yeah. you know we're not we our f3 audience is the biggest part of our audience but we're hoping you know we, this is open to all guys right yeah just like f3 is so eh means emotional headlock that that's just what we call asking somebody inviting somebody to f3 that kind of thing so i promise you there aren't, there aren't really many other terms that dial on up or use because we don't know them but but <laughs> yeah i think it's pretty worth, good yeah i was gonna say it's worth noting too. chalk another one up to the wives right yeah yeah exactly i i think if we were actually actually to keep score of yeah. of how guys got involved with F3, I would bet that the wives noticing something, a Facebook post, a flyer, hearing about a church, <laughs> hearing about it from a friend, right. is probably the number one way that guys have gotten involved in F3. That's how I got involved. Yeah. Can you imagine going to your wife and saying, honey, there's this workout group I think you should join. Yeah. <laughs> how would that go? <laughs> You're exactly right. You're not... <laughs> 100% accurate. Yeah, yes. they, yeah, they can get away with it. Does it does not work. There's this cooking club that you learn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's great. Well, that's pretty cool, Crossroads. I um, I know you've only been involved for, what, about four months or so with F3? Yeah, about, yeah. All right, so everybody out there knows where he's coming from. For those who don't know what F3 is, it stands for Fitness Fellowship and Faith. It's a free outdoor workout group for men with a mission to invigorate male community leadership. We do that through many different ways. 
Uh, and Crossroads has already outlined some of the benefits and value of being part of this. Uh, we're going to do a little bit more, but right now I want to kind of uh, pull back in time a little bit. So Crossroads, because we like to get to know our guests, let you tell your story. And uh, what I want you to start with, if you can, is like, tell us where you where you grew up and what, what that was like, what your family life was like, was like, what was it like where you grew up? Sure. So, so what I tell everybody is, technically, I was born in Virginia, but I don't claim that as home. Uh, because I spent most of my life in Florida on the beaches and and hiding from hurricanes, <laughs> uh, and then you know we uh, you know grew up in in Florida mostly, and then we moved to uh, to Tennessee for a while for a season, uh, and then you know now we're in in North Carolina, so it's been good. Yeah, cool. Did you uh, play any sports in high school? Anything like that? Yeah. So so I was in. Baseball. So I, I played baseball for for a while, a long time, uh, and then I tried football. Uh, but man, the practice and the commitment, and just being you know one hundred percent transparent, I got hit one time, and I was like, oh, "These guys are serious. <laughs> time out. Not for me." <laughs> so, so yeah, that was my end of uh, football. Yeah, but I, I did baseball for a while. Yeah, how big are you? Well, how high? How tall are you? I am five ten, five eleven, something like that. Okay, that's not terribly small, but it's not huge either. Yeah, football's a little different animal, especially <laughs> from <sure>. baseball. <laughs> All right, cool. Where'd you go to college? WGU, Western Governors University. Oh, okay. Wow, where's what's that the, at? What's the mascot? A governor? It's the owl. Ooh, the Western Governor Wisdom. Huh. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Where where is it where's at? It? Where is it located? It's a it's an online base, but it's uh I believe it's out of Illinois, something like that. I don't know. Okay. It's, my education was online. And how when did you graduate from college? Dude. Um, <laughs> ten years ago? Okay. I was gonna say because I, I don't I don't a know. A bunch how. of years ago. Yeah, I didn't know online, like, go the whole way through online stuff was that new. I mean, it's like, when do you think? Around a while. It's becoming more popular. Yeah. Right? More universities are offering. I would think it. no more than 15 years. I, yeah, probably. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, interesting. All right, cool, my man. So now you're married, right? And you got uh, two kids. Tell us yeah, about, tell so, us about uh, your family. I've been married for 24 years. This December is 24. So you got married as a pretty young fella. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did. I knew what I had, and you know, I didn't give her much time. We're letting it get her away. Rethink it. Good move. Yeah, <laughs> I did the same thing. I got engaged to my wife on her birthday in September. We got married in January. There you go. Had, had, had to happen fast before she changed her mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus, it, it was a lot cheaper to get married in January than it is in the summer. <laughs> is that what it really was about? Oh, it was about multiple things, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you, so you got two kids, eight and six, daughter eight, son six. Tell us about your kids. Yeah, so we have the uh, the honor and the privilege uh, of adopted um, our our son and our daughter. And, uh, and we really started the, the foster care journey with just with just that, the heart to to be there and foster. And it's 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 comical how how God moves you in a season of life because I had prepared my wife to get 
quickly attached and I, I was like expecting that and said hey i'm going to be here for you i understand how your heart works so it's no big deal we're, we're going to get through this uh but it was the opposite because when they because they're they're siblings and when they came in our home literally it was second weekend and i was like these are my kids like these are my did they already have my heart and right. i mean like i was just so wrapped up uh and then i don't know if 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 you're aware but the the foster system and and the adoption process can really be a roller coaster yeah uh and so we we you know they came into our lives and our hearts and then you know a, a family member said hey we're gonna we're gonna take them and so we we kind of that took our breath away for and, and they were gone for almost a full two weeks and then that that family member said you know it's just it's just too much and then we've had them ever since and you know it was a it was a process of about two and a half years before it became official but it's uh man it's it's an amazing journey um so grateful for the opportunity to be their dad and and you know my my wife is is an incredible mother and and just seeing how god you know brings that family together is just incredible yeah, what are their names? You got to give them a shout out if they listen to this. What are their names? <laughs> Aaliyah and Ethan. All right, Aaliyah and Ethan. There you go. Uh, you got a loving father, guys, and mother. That's great. And the, and the the daughter is the older one. Yes, She's yeah. Aaliyah's eight, going on eighteen sometimes. Uh, but just wait, man. You're <laughs> yeah. not even you're not even to the rough years yet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, man. Don't say it. Hang on tight. Yeah. And pray a lot. <laughs> middle school get if you get through middle school you're you you've done pretty good sure at least i, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, think so right? I, i've had the um you know the 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 privilege and the, and the blessing to be able to be part of some some other kids lives uh for a season and and you know we've had multiple kids in in our home in and out of our homes and um you know we've we've raised a few for a few years so so we've been there. We we've covered a lot of the uh, age groups for sure. Yeah, that's great. How old were they when you got them? They're eight and six now. How old were you, were they when you got yeah, them? Yeah. So uh, Ethan was not even one, and then uh, Aaliyah was two. Wow. So you've had, that's great yeah. because the work you're putting in now is what helps you when they become teenagers and they become brain damaged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did love how you put on there. You've been you mentoring, right? Mentoring these kids, not just not just raising them. You're mentoring them. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about that for like a, a few moments because, man, it, it's something that I've seen such an incredible impact, and it's frustrated me because it's so simple. It was like a duh moment, and but to see it, like to take impact, has been incredible. So let me give you kind of the, the breakdown. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, for, for the guys that are listening, the moment that it changed was when I got intentional with my schedule. So the second, like, no exaggeration, the second that I looked at my calendar and I said, hey, I am scheduling one-on-one -on -one time with my son, one-on-one -on -one time with my daughter. My, me and my wife, we have a, a scheduled date night. Uh, and I don't know why I just never thought about that, but let me, let me tell you the value of it. 
because it does not matter what you talk about. It, it matters that you're investing the intentional time to, to have that one-on-one time. Now, when, when we started to have it, I, I really wanted it to be like fruitful. And so I would, I put together like this top 10, you know, bullet point item and oh, it's going to be great. But I'm going to tell you most of the time it happens in like a seven to 10 minute conversation while, you know, while we're building Legos or, uh, you know, one of my, my daughter's favorite things to do. And I love her so much because she chooses this is a coffee house morning date like that's amazing to me yeah that she wants to have some coffee with dad and uh and we've we've had great conversations it's been awesome but something happened last week that just i mean it it stopped me in my track because my my son came and said hey dad we're having daddy son time is it this weekend and I pulled up my calendar, and he got to see, yeah, it is this weekend. He knew when our time was scheduled, and, and that just validates everything because more is caught than taught. So when they, when they see, hey, this is something that's been really consistent, it, it's just it's made a huge impact, huge change. And all it takes is the intention to schedule it. Yeah, I think that's, that's amazing. That's a great word, right? Yeah. I think uh, in days gone by, that kind of stuff happened organically because everyone was at the dinner table together, you know, things like that. But our modern world, that's a little different. So there you go. All you folks listening out there, that's pretty good advice. I would just, the only thing I would say is, just thinking about this off the top of my head, I would say when you're intentionally planning like a specific time to meet, doesn't mean you're not interacting with them otherwise. doesn't mean that you're not spending time with them other than that, right? Right. These are just one-on-one times. They're they're at their age, uh, you know. An uh, impromptu nerf war happens right. pretty consistently. <laughs> cool. uh, so, uh, so you know, it's it's a really fun age. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you know, the next thing you had on the uh, on your bio here, you said I've been in leadership for twenty plus years. Tell me what types of leadership you've been in. Well, so I've uh, you know mostly in the in the financial sector. Um, you know, leadership management type of, of roles. Um, you know, I was in um, government contract work and uh, it was, you know, leading and training and development and things like that. Um, so in my career, but also, you know, leadership in, in ministry. Um, and, and it's been an interesting journey because I've never, I've never really like sought out that like intentional. It's just been, Hey, there was a need and, and, you know, then people get around and support you and like, Hey, you know, you've done an incredible job. We'd like you to, to kind of take this role, you know, permanently and and step into it. And, and so it was something that, uh, that was just kind of a, a natural progression into the leadership. It's not something I guess I would, I would say that I've actually sought after if that makes sense. Right. No, that's good. I think, um, have you are you familiar? You're just brand new to F three. Are you familiar with a book called Q Source? Yeah. So so the way that our group and I think it's called PAX. Is that what? Yeah, is we call the group of PAX. Term? Yep. So the the PAX sets up where they do Q Source every Friday, 
Yeah, have you attended those? Yes. Okay. Well, you got to get the book. It's free online. You can just pull it up on your phone. So, um, but uh, for me, you know, interested in leadership and stuff like that, I think it's the the best book I've read on leadership. The guy that founded F3 wrote it, F3 Dread. His real name is David Redding. But anyway, I, yeah, keep up with that because that's really good stuff. Um, do you think there's a difference between being a manager and being a leader? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Big difference because, and I think I said this over, but but leadership, there, it is you taking ownership to solve a problem it but but it's you have to step into that role where you're where you're owning and you're being accountable managing is where you are kind of directing the flow and 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 you're you're focused on uh you know widgets and and hey did did we get this you know hit this quota and that quota leadership is where you're taking on the responsibility and total ownership mm. of not just the results, but how the results got done. Um, if if there's improvement in your team that uh, as the results are getting done, so so leadership is is much more involved than just managing a process. Yeah, excellent. I, I was going to ask. So you've been doing F three for was it four weeks or four months? Four months, right? Four months. Four yeah. months. Have have you had a chance to cue a workout yet? Lead a workout. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Now they the reason I chuckle is because they they will ask me that and I was like, "You know what? I've got it on my schedule for October of 2023." <laughs> and like, "No, you don't have to wait that yeah, long." Yeah, you got to do it before yeah, then. The reason the reason yeah. I was I, the reason I wanted to ask is I was just curious to hear, you know, all your leadership experience um in in the business world of how that carried over to to leading a workout. Yeah. And was it something you said, like leading a workout, like how different it was? Because it, it could be vastly different <laughs> you know, as far as, you know, you can have all the leadership experience in the world and all of a sudden you're leading a workout and it's like, uh, what do I do, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was just curious yeah. whether you had that opportunity yet. But So we'll have to check back with you on October 23rd and find out. <laughs> on October, yes, October. You can send us a little sound bite and let us know. Hey, you know, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Uh, and maybe a lot of people don't realize, but, but one of the other values of, of F3 is because you literally just show up. So, so it's not, there's, there's no complication of, oh, you know, hey, you know, this is the reps and this is the sets and, and you've got to know, you know, your, which day you're on. You, you just show up. Yeah. That's, that's step one, show up. Right. And then, you know, it's going to suck. And you, and you just embrace that, embrace the gloom. Uh, and grow from it. it. It's, but it's something that you you don't have to you know overcomplicate. And I really really appreciate that. Yeah, simplicity is the key, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. That's that's a great word again. This is a guy brand new to F three. It's he, he's you know probably further along analyzing what it's all about and the value yeah, that and be able to articulate it, it quick. Yeah. better than other guys that have been doing it for a while. Yeah, that's great, man. So it says you're pastor in ministry for fifteen plus years. What kind of ministry? So I have, I've been in mostly um, children's ministry, but I've been also a youth pastor. Uh, and then I also have been a uh, evangelist. And then I've, um, I've been kind of a, a fill in um, in the region 
Um, so if, if a pastor goes out or whatever uh, and they, they need some help, uh, then I can fill in. Wow. Yeah, and you got your bachelor's degree in business and organizational development. That's not a that's not a ministry degree, but man, you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, you know what's you know what's funny about the the degree and that whole journey. I went in for accounting, okay, because it's finances, right? You're supposed to have a financial degree, but I got in, and the uh, the advisor was like, "Hey, do you know what kind of personality?" An accountant typically is. <laughs> I have no idea. And she's like, well, it's it's not typically yours. Let's just say that. <laughs> have you ever thought about kind of a a broader scope of of kind of you know problem solving and things like that? And I was like, okay, this is intriguing. Where are we going? And right. and uh, she led me to the business development piece, and, and I really enjoyed that. So, how did you get involved as a youth pastor? It was kind of one of those things, man, where, where you know, it was just seeing a, a need and um, and then being around it, uh, and and I really did feel like there was a season of my life where I was called to it, um, and and where God calls you, God equips you, but also those opportunities are going to happen, and you just got to be available, yeah, uh, and. and you know, you've got to put your, got to put yourself aside. Whatever limitations you put on yourself, you, you you've got to put them aside and say, okay, God, if you're giving me this opportunity and you're going to equip me, then I'm just going to take a step. Uh, and it and it started with that, and and started as something as simple as just a kind of a Bible study, and then it evolved and um, led the uh, the ministry and, and grew a youth ministry and. Um, it's, this is one of my favorite kind of account stories to tell. So one of my greatest failures and yet what led to a, just an amazing revelation and, and incredible growth and impact in ministry happened where we were, we were having these concerts and the concerts were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I'm thinking, yes. This is amazing, getting all these people in. It's it's wonderful. This is incredible ministry. It's, it's incredible. Well, I've got a, a pretty full auditorium, and my core group, uh, and at, at that time it was about 15, 20, 20 kids, were literally directly outside the auditorium just hanging out, and I go out there, I'm like, hey, you know, guys, what's what's happening? And, you know, I thought, you know, this is the, the concert. And they're like, yeah, but it just seems like like we're too far apart. And I'm like, wow. Like the revelation, it was one of my biggest failures in ministry because I had focused on the the event right. and I focused on the the numbers and, and how big of a uh, a production that, that I was hoping that would lead to whatever opportunity of ministry when the fact where I was called to be was to be with those kids. So that night we, we ended the entire series of concerts and then the very next week we started with what we called Gamiza games and pizza. And that's literally what it was. Mm -hmm. We ordered pizza and played you know, crazy games, uh, chess, you know, 
pool, whatever. From but that season when I was in that where it was just really stripped down. Oh man, yeah. so much growth happened. Yeah. And so it was it was it was a learning moment. It was it was really it was uh it really has it's made a, a big impact on me and it made a big impact on on my ministry moving forward and you know we we still have some leaders we still have some young groups that uh that came out of that kind of that simplified version that are still in in ministry doing doing amazing things. How cool though that the kids recognized it. Yeah. You know, and brought yes. it to your attention like that that Absolutely. that's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, that's a great yeah. word, man. I think a lot of churches focus on programs and stuff when truly it's just about relationships, right? Yeah, and we've had that discussion before, right, of mm -hmm. like measuring success when you're talking about some type of ministry. And it's right. too often it's about the numbers, you know, yeah. um, attendance and those kinds of things when that's that's not it. It can't be further from the truth, right? right. No, the mission is to make disciples yeah. and... Uh, and yeah, you want to bring new people in and you want to, and you know, we could put on cool programs and stuff, but that doesn't always make disciples. That yeah. just gets them in there for the entertainment. So, but, and, and, and I wanted to mention the kids though, cause I mean, the cool thing there was like, even though you were, you kind of lost focus, right? A little bit and were focused on the concert and the numbers and the, the, the glamour, yeah. the glamour stuff. You, you, at some point though, you'd at least kind of got the message to the kids that the kids still realized, Hey, we lost our way a little bit, right? We're off mission. And uh, yeah. got everybody to regroup. So, so, so cool. Yeah. That's called an audible in F3 and in football. Yeah. 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 <laughs> called an audible. Like, sure. Yeah. That's yes. great, man. So, it sounds like your type of guy who not only, you know, goes out and sees a need and meets a need, um, but you want to learn through the process and grow and get better. You're always striving uh, to get better. And you got to have eyes wide open for that. And you got to have some humility for that. So, that's one of the things that makes you a high impact man, right? Yeah. It's interesting because, one, I'm not sure who's texted me that first, but uh, on the Slack channel, uh, all of a sudden I started seeing that HIM. He's an HIM. I was like, <laughs> yes, I am a him. You know, what's, what is that? I don't even know what it's my it preferred, was. It's my preferred pronoun. <laughs> you're not a her, you're a him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, but, but, you know, that speaks to F3's culture. Because what a culture values, it grows. Because right. values is just what you hold on to. So, you know, F3 has a culture and and maybe I don't know if it's if it's vocalized, you know, every F3 meeting, but but leadership and investing in intentional leadership is a culture of F3 and it's it's gonna it's a byproduct because the value that we place in it and I mean, it's just reoccurs and, and then you've got consistent growth. And so, so it's, it really is, it, it really is a, a good, just a foundation core, I think of F3. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so for our listeners, he mentioned, he mentioned Slack. So, so for those that don't know, Slack is an app. Um, a lot of businesses use it, but but a lot of F three groups use it. And it's it's just it's simply it's a it's a it's an app you can have on your phone. You can you can pull it up on your PC. But each region kind of has their own Slack, and then you have channels, which are basically just kind of compartmentalized areas for discussion, right? Chat rooms almost uh, on different um, kind of focus groups. And F3 Nation, so, you know, all the different groups of F3 across the country and world, quite honestly, um, 
there's there's a there's a Slack group that you can join, and and so that's actually where I stumbled upon Crossroads at, at, at about having him, you know, getting him on to to our show. And so so t- can you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, the message and 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 kind of what you were sharing out there and how how your little message sharing kind of all got started for for your for your packs back home? Yeah. So uh, so so the first message was literally just about showing up because I'd showed up for a, uh, an F3 meet and I was the only one there. So the, some of the other guys just wasn't, weren't able to make it. And so I thought about going back home. It's comfortable. Uh, it, it was cold that morning, uh, and it started to rain, which was terrible. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, you know, I'm already out here, so I'm going to do this. And so, and so I did it uh, and, uh, and so I ran, you know, four miles or whatever and, and did some, some Mary. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> for those that don't know Mary, that's ab work. Uh, and I'm not a fan of that stuff, but anyway, anyway, moving on. So, <laughs> so I did this whole set by myself and, and we usually take a selfie for accountability. Uh, and I thought, you know what? Nobody's here. So I'm going to shoot my shot. And so I took my video and, and just wanted to, to do a little bit of encouragement and challenge uh, the group. And, and basically the, the, you know, the, the message essentially was, you know, just show up and, and do one more. Yeah. You know, you, you, can, you can commit to one more. It's just one. Just, just one more. So Yeah, nice. And you said you've never cued me before, but technically you cued yourself that day. That's true. He was a self cue. <laughs> yeah, who was yeah, the cue that didn't yeah. show up that day? That's what we want to yeah, know. Yeah, somebody was supposed to cue, right? And he didn't show up. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. That that gives me another another twelve months. So now I'm <laughs> October two thousand twenty. Well, you know, technically it might count, but it really doesn't do what a cue's supposed to do, which is lead other men. But you were leading yourself, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell the boys back where you're from. That what's the name of your region? Yolari, I think's the term. Yolari region. Okay, is that spell that? U W H A R R I E. That's my guess. Whoa, Spielberg searching it. I think. <laughs> he's he's giving spielberg's giving a thumbs down we'll we'll track it down though ladies and gentlemen this guy is a rookie but man he's got a lot of insights and doing a lot of right things yeah uh for for uh what is f3 but he doesn't know the name of his region (laughs) he's getting all figured out it's all good hey i'm it's my job to show up guys that's that's we have our our crack stats analyst on it spielberg found it we got it what's it called oh oh yeah U W H A R R I E. You you Harry. You F three. You Harry guys. Oh, you Harry guys. You Harry. Was off by letter. Yeah, right. you got it. Oh, my dog's making the podcast. You you Harry. All right. Agree. Whatever, man. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm sure there's a story behind that. All right. So, um, you've made a comment here in your bio. You say invest in a pursuit of a higher perspective. I'll give you a chance to describe well, that. Yeah, so you know, in in ministry, but but we can we can kind of include this really in in somebody that's really um, 
just in a, in a place where they're struggling, in a place where maybe they're, they're just not clear on, uh, on, on where to go and what to do. If, if you put all of the weight and the control on you, that is a heavy, heavy load. And that's something that we're, we're just not designed to carry that much control. But at the same time, that's what we all really function with is, is we think, oh, the more control I have is it's the, it, the better it's going to be when the, the fact is when you release that control, now you've got much more opportunity to receive than try to take and capture. And, and so that's why when I mentioned the higher perspective, um, there's a phrase that, that I've used over the years, a turtle and a fence post. Uh, and I'm not really sure where I heard this, but it was a brilliant statement. It might have been a comedian, but um, I just caught on to the statement and I've just locked onto it because when you see a turtle on top of a fence post, it's obvious they didn't get there by themselves. Right. So having that type of perspective that, you know, you, you are, you are in relationships and you are connected to opportunities but you don't, you don't have to control, you don't have to try to control the outcome of everything and instead just receive the opportunity. So that's kind of kind of what I was mentioning there. Control is kind of an illusion, isn't it? Oh, boy, now we're getting deep, deep thoughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no control over these guys, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. But what, I mean, when you think about, like I, I will say the struggles that I've had in my life, you know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm a recovering workaholic. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that I, you know, I seriously really did struggle with, um, a few years back, but the core of that was I wanted control and, and I wanted, I wanted what I believed would lead to certainty and, in in life and in really in in development and growth certainty there's a big difference between certainty and assurance Mm -hmm. and and we can't control everything so we can't have certainty and we can't wait to make decisions on certainty but we can't have assurance um so just a little different yeah i like that um you know in the end god is in control and uh, giving up control means giving up control to him. That doesn't mean that we don't do our part, you know, in, in whatever we're talking about. But, but in the end, God is in control, and he has got a plan for our lives um, if we know his son. And so, you know, all things work together for good for those who are in Christ Jesus. So there we go. But, uh, you know, this, and this control thing was, the, was one of the issues in the garden, right? Right. And the reason that Adam and Eve ate the fruit was because they wanted to be in control. They wanted to be their own God, and uh, we're not God, fortunately. And F3 teaches that by going uh, through this thing called F3, just like you've described, you know, you show up in the gloom, you put yourself through hard things, and you grow in a lot of ways that way. But one of the things that you're doing is you're preparing yourself by making yourself more mentally tough uh, and emotionally stable, because that's what happens when you do this, right? Not to mention physically fit. But then when bad things happen, F3 calls it the flux. It could be anything. You know, it could be just all of a sudden you're in an existential funk and you're depressed, or it could be your wife left you, or it could be 
you know, there's a big storm and you lost your house or whatever, you get a diagnosis you don't like, um, the more prepared you are to handle bad things when they come, because they are unpredictable, uh, the better off you'll be able to handle them. And you'll be able to keep your wits about you when everyone else is losing theirs. Yeah, it's beautifully spoken. You know, when we're when we're talking about like like you said the the flux, um, one of the other I was thinking about this. One of the other core developments that that you don't even really realize that you're building strength in by being part of of F three is decisiveness. Yeah. Because if if you think about it, when you when I HC, so when I hard commit, which on the Slack channel means, hey, I'm showing up. Yeah. Okay, that means I'm showing up because I've I've HC, and and there's that level of accountability, but it also reinforces your decisiveness. And if you if you want to grow in any area, it requires to to have that ability to make a decision and commit to it. And understand the value of that decision. So, so I think that's a, another element of F three. Yeah, absolutely. You got a little tinny there for a while. I don't know why the voice changed. Changing your voice there, Crossroads. <laughs> don't worry about it though. You're still coming through. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That seems even better now. You're back to baritone or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a couple more questions for you. First of all, Spielberg. I never did this before, but I mean, you sit there. You take take care of all of our technical stuff. You're listening in. I know you don't have a mic, but do you have a question for Crossroads? Nope. Shaking his head, no. Deer in the headlights. Play, play the birds. Nothing. Well, Spielberg, how'd you get your name, man? Well, I got to give him the mic. Hold on. That's going to have to be a whole different podcast, man. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> it's not that hard. He's got all this equipment. He was a videographer. He's Spielberg. He, he, he films weddings, <laughs> right? I think that's the He's route we went, right? He's filming weddings, yep. He does <laughs> weddings on the side, yeah. so Spielberg. He's trying to control us. He's trying to direct us, but I don't know how well that's working out. Yeah. All right. Dial, if you got any other questions for Crossroads? Just a reminder, any lady listeners out there, Spielberg is still single. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the obligatory p- appeal for Spielberg's yeah, we don't uh, have too future many, spouse. I doubt we have too many female listeners out there, uh, but we'll still try. All right. Pax, if you have any daughters out there that are single <laughs> and 23 years old. And you're near you bunch of hairy guys, you hairy region. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I don't have any other questions. Uh, oh, yeah, I did have one. I was curious, uh, your your fitness going into F3, were you, were you still in decent shape? Uh, had you really let yourself yeah, go? So, so my, my fitness journey, so I lost... Uh, about 60 pounds. Hmm. So, so my hot, hot heaviest weight was like three nine or two ninety two, and then uh, you know I lost about 60 pounds. This was probably about five years ago, and I've, I've kept it off because I started running. I started. Um, I did a half marathon. I haven't done a full marathon yet, uh, and now with my busted foot, <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, doing you know it's definitely put on the back burner, but, um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed running and, and so I, I got in shape, uh, or better shape. Um, and then, you know, I was doing the morning kind of workout thing and, um, but, but F3 is, it just, it just challenges muscles that I forgot I had. And, uh, I just, 
I've been in, you know, uh, pretty good shape, I guess. All right, good. So did you say you started at 292? Did I hear that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're down yeah, to about 230 uh Any given day, two, <laughs> 218 to 222 or yeah. something like that. That's so. kind of my range. I, I, I tipped the scales at 213 this morning. I'm down four pounds since we made a commitment a week ago. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I'm in an accountability group with a couple, few guys here in our packs. We're, we're all fat, and we all want to lose weight, so we're <laughs> so we're, we're keeping each other accountable. Switch to water if you haven't done it already. You know, say no to the to the carbonated drinks because I mean, drink staying hydrated has made one of the biggest changes just in my overall health, and obviously the the weight came pouring off. Um, and literally, I mean, I was not doing a lot of of exercise. I was maybe jogging, uh, on the treadmill, you know, maybe twice a week when it, when it first started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the moment that I changed to, to drink yeah. and stay hydrated during the day, I mean, it was, it was a big difference. Yeah. I'd cut soda for my diet and then I showed up tonight for the podcast and defib had my favorite cherry Coke <laughs> here. <laughs> Boy, does it taste good, but hopefully it's just, it's just going to be a one and done. You better tonight. sip that. we got another, maybe one I'll have record. two tonight. Just to, oh, maybe, two. It'll, right. maybe the go. podcast yeah. will be the time that I break fast. And yeah. Uh, and the charcuterie board <laughs> and the Buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. I did prep for that though, by not eating much right. today. I okay. went for a run at lunchtime instead of, all right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Right, well, thanks for go. sharing that. We're well, getting, I would say this to you guys, um, you know, just, just, uh, a kudos and, and, you know, I appreciate the opportunity, but, um, also just to celebrate what you are doing with the podcast, uh, you know, you guys started on my birthday right. last year, uh, and one of my, like one of my favorite, um, quotes, and, and I've done a, a video about this is, um, I prefer an ugly start over a beautiful intention. And so kudos to you guys for just getting out there, doing the ugly start, starting the podcast. And, and working with what you have. And I think you the last time I heard you guys were over like 15,000 subscribers or, or downloads or whatever. Is that is that pretty close? Yeah, it was right around there, yeah. That was our yeah, end of 2022 podcast. Man. We mentioned that, yeah. We're still trying to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're uh, feeling our way along here, all right? We're still ugly, yes. but we're, we're shooting for beautiful. Well, yeah, I like the, uh, the intro where you, you know, you kind of go in with the uh, – the group name and kind of break that down. That was, that was slick. That was a good intro. <laughs> Thanks. As Spielberg <laughs> does his best. He's our man. So, uh, yeah, I got a couple of questions. I ask everybody at the end. Um, I, like sure. I said, I said before, I usually come up with a couple more along the way, but, uh, first question is give anybody could be, you know, someone in the past, a uh, long time ago, current, whatever that you would consider somebody who inspired you, your hero, somebody you, you look up to, who would you pick? Oh, uh, so my third grade uh, math teacher, Mr. Oh, Gimble. Oh, all right, Mr. Gimble. Uh, cool. Made a just a forever impact on me because uh, he held me accountable for the entire class. Now, that sounds like unfair, but he told me he was going to do it. And, and the reason that he did was because he wanted to point out uh, the value of influence and leadership. Um and so he, he followed me all through elementary and really, and I don't know if you are aware of or familiar with this term, but there's, there's a group called Safety Patrol, um, and they wear the flashy, you know, things, and, and they, you know, crosswalk, and then they get to go, um, 
I think we go to Washington or whatever for the year or whatever. Uh, I did not want anything to do with that. But, I mean, he really was adamant about it. Um, and it was just, again, he was showing me the value of influence mm-hmm. and, and just being aware of being intentional with how you address your, your, your the group that you're with and, and the words that you use and all of those things. And, I mean, he literally started that whole journey <laughs> when I was in third grade, y'all. Like, it was, it was crazy. But, no, he was um, – you know, he, he made a, a, a huge, memorable um, impact in my life. And then um, just one other guy really quick, uh, his name was Herb, um, and, uh, and he was uh, one of the managers that, uh, that worked with me. And uh, he, was, he was a, I mean, just ripped dude. He went to the gym, ate lettuce, you know, <laughs> he did crazy stuff that I'll never do. Uh, but one of the things that, that he showed me and, and talked to me about was finding a moment of rest and the value of rest and kind of resetting and and those things. So yeah, man. So uh, you know, that's that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked me those. Yeah, no problem, man. That's awesome. You picked the teacher, right? Yeah, and I, I get I get the sense that there there must be some innate leadership. Somebody identified something in that him that folks see in you, yep. right? So some leadership trait right. that folks see in you because. Your, your teacher saw something in you, right, to, to call you out and put you in that role of you know, a, bunch sure. of, a bunch of third graders. We heard it from your advisor in college, right, when you were just going to do accounting. And right. they, they're like, hey, you're selling yourself short is what I is my interpretation of what you said, right? No offense to all accountants. Yeah, no offense to all accountants <laughs> out there. But it's like, dude, you're too, you get too many good leadership skills to be in it, to be an accountant, right? You got to do something like else. that. Yeah, well, that's, another that's another shot, idea. right? <laughs> at the accountants. Sorry. Sorry at the accountants out One there. One more and they're sinking, buddy. My name is DFib. Remember? <laughs> Here's my email. It's, I got an AOL account. <laughs> um, sorry. Back on point. I had a serious comment here. I'm sorry. Uh, and yeah, I was going down the first two things. And the third thing is just, you know, here you are, you've been an F3 three for you know, for four months and i i think your packs um when folks were commenting on these videos that are out there on slack they're like they see it as well like the guys that you're right they're they going to beat downs with yeah. they see that you got something special as well that you've you've grabbed on the f3 um and and everything that goes along with it uh from a lifestyle perspective and a culture perspective uh so 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 kudos to you but don't you know stay humble man and keep keep at it uh, but you, you definitely got a gift and, and keep using it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great word, man. I thought the same thing. Like he saw something. I mean, either it was a real troublemaker and need to get him in line <laughs> or he saw some potential there that's or true. both. Could have been right? negative. See, see, I went the positive yes. way, right? Yeah. 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 You, you got negative go. thoughts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, when I was in elementary school back in the seventies, we had crossing guards. It was called, we had the, the strap around your waist and went up around your shoulder, a little badge. You know, it was, we didn't get trips to to Washington or anything like that, but I did that for a short time with the other, was about a few of us cool kids decided to do it. And then uh, we sort of lost our job. Wait, cool kids. Hold on. Cause, cause when you said about getting nominated for the safety, the safety guard team or whatever it was called. Oh, it was terrible. There's no way to market. Well, uh, yeah. Cause, cause let's be honest. Like if we've watched the shows that are out there, either like, you know, the, the teeny bopper shows like iCarly and things like that, that the shows my kids watch. Or any any movies that are out there, who, who are the kids getting made fun of and picked on? Right, and that's what's happening. Yeah, so the kids I don't know. I can't remember, but group. might have been a teacher. Somebody came to the, the, our little group and said, "You guys do it." 
and so that's so that the cool I, not that I she was came the, to you I got I got dragged along you know reluctantly by because I didn't I wouldn't call myself one of the cool kids but you were friends but with our group cool was kids. yeah but our group was like okay you guys do it because you know you think you're something special kind of thing so I honestly don't remember how it ended but I was I didn't do it very long <laughs> <laughs> all right last question my brother crossroads we'll get you out of here with this question what this is your chance to speak to the men of America to give a message to the men of America what is your message so I'll, uh, I'll kind of lean more on to a, a faith principle, but, um, you know, for most, well, half of my life, at least I had fought against the idea of religion. Um, and it wasn't until my mother barely spoke. I mean, it almost felt like a whisper where, you know, she, she whispered, she, she said, you're so focused beating down a religion that you've never looked into the relationship right. and that changed my entire principle uh and, and my entire perspective on 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 my faith journey and and uh coming to understand who jesus was and um and just a, a core of of the grace of god and and just really having an understanding of the relationship but if you if you take that apart for just a moment to the men i would say value the relationship the the individuals that are in your life that are, are that are surrounding you that are encouraging you that are correcting you that, that that god has brought you in connection to value those relationships so that's what i say that's yeah. great that's that's really good um yeah, I can't. I can't really say anything that would do anything but make that. I can't make it any better than that. Your dog thinks so too. That they were sorry about words. my dog barking in the background. <laughs> yeah, Bella's. Yeah. Uh, she'll be. She'll be excommunicated from the from the podcast room after this. There you go. Edit it out. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the half while you were talking, what you were saying was great. So you know, yeah. So it's about a relationship. About a relationship with the Savior. Yeah. Uh, it is Absolutely. not a, not about following rules. Not about a religion. Uh, certain that God did make moral rules we are supposed to follow, yeah. but it's about the relationship. So anyway, that's well said, man. All right. Do you have uh, anything else for the good of the order there, Mr. Dial up? No, nothing else for me. This was a good, good episode though, I think. And uh, I look forward to seeing more of your videos out there. Keep posting right. those. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, <laughs> they give me slack sometimes where they're like, all right, what are you going to say this week about it? <laughs> and, you know, I never really have like an agenda. It's just, you know, whatever is kind of happening in that week. So, all right. He, he did, he did gloss it quickly say that he has a injury, foot injury. We talked about that before we started recording. Uh, Crossroads just, uh, he's got a fracture in his foot from running, uh, but it's going to get better. He's going to get back out there. That's Listen, right. don't let that keep you from, from posting. Uh, you know, there's things you could do. I, I got, I got issues right now. I can't run. So I'm going to show up tomorrow and post in the gloom and I'll, you know, if they're running, I'll do Merkins or something. Merkins are pushups, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't drive because the, the foot that it's broke, the boot and everything is just, it's a mess. I'm oh, gonna, well, I'm, safety sure, first. I'm sure one of your PAX members would pick you up. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And you know what, dial up? I think we just spoke to another high impact man. A him. A him. Yeah, you're a him. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the invite, gents. You got sure it, brother. Thing, brother. Take care. All right. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high-impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H-I-M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week, and you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcast platforms. Have a great week, everyone.